0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Herron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, episode 180. When Intentional Parenting Kinda Sucks by Shauna Escafe of SimpleOnPurpose.ca Hello, everybody, and happy Friday. I'm your host, Greg Audino, and welcome back for another episode geared to help you improve the relationships you have with your children. Today's post, though, I think applies quite easily for everyone out there, not just parents. See for yourselves, though. Don't want to force my ideas on you. Let's dive right into this post from Shauna Escafe and optimize your life. When Intentional Parenting Kinda Sucks, by Shauna Scafe of SimpleOnPurpose.ca I thought I should check in with the other lists we made of how we wanted to parent our kids. We set some clear ideas on things we wanted to do, from the mundane to the epic. We wrote out qualities we wanted our kids to develop. There were even lists we wrote for our own dreams and goals. Then, we high-fived. Yay, us, we're all intentional and stuff. Sometimes, those things and intentions kind of suck to put into progress. For me, my least favorite addition to the list is road trips. I try to act all cool and nomadic. Oh, look at us, road tripping like we don't give an F about our garden going unwatered. Our kids can see the world, have life-changing experiences, blah, blah, blah. Don't get me wrong. I love, love, love road trips without kids. With our kids, though, (laughs) it is a special form of torture that only three toddlers in confined quarters can alter into their own custom form of five-point-harnessed anarchy. Most specifically, since Linnea was weeks old, she has hated car rides. Code, she cries and shrieks the majority of the way. When I tell people this, there is no shred of mercy. More of that worldly modern mantra of parents, well, that shouldn't stop you from seeing the world. Be awesome today. Family togetherness. Worldly blah, blah blah Fly past the sun. I know these people mean well, because there's no better way to learn life than to travel. But, giant sigh, shoulder shrug, I need to work on how I am reacting to this la-la family style. Yesterday, we took a trip to visit friends out of town. We took what the locals refer to as a shortcut. <laughs> It only took us double the reported time, and our son totally didn't ask for a status update every three minutes because he thought we'd be there already. But we got there, still on time. Of course, the trip was worth it to hang out with our friends and their cute kids. Of course, we want to make the point of surrounding our kids with people we love, who our kids can grow to love too. Of course, we want to surround ourselves with family and old friends who know all our secrets and stories of who we were before mom and dad. But of course, road trips all come at a cost that I wish was limited to simply fuel and road snacks. This specific trip was a late-night drive home. There were ill-timed roadside potty stops that did not result in empty bladders as much as waking up sleeping babies. There was a totally overtired baby boy sobbing, an older brother bugging everyone with an arm swing, and a middle sister having tantrums and only responding to reverse psychology because she's a tiny rebel with toddler causes. Cue in all the reasons I love my husband. He's playing games with them, making them giggle and shriek, and blaring ushers, yeah, and telling me it's a hip-hop lullaby for Dawson. He's wonderful. Except when it's 9 p.m. and all his efforts just get everyone riled up. I couldn't wait for that drive to be over with and everyone in their beds. We got home, we cuddled the kids, Connor's idea, obvi, put them to bed, and I just wrapped myself in blankets to isolate myself, muttering to Connor that I loved him, but I just need to put myself to bed now. I knew this was my inability to handle the uncomfortable moments of life, my type 9 tendencies deteriorating me into a stress case who freaks out about misplaced pillows just to gain some traction. I get so overwhelmed with the crying and the fits. I get so frustrated that I become irrational. Then, Every little thing that has ever made me mad is like, Oh, hey, you haven't thought about me in a while. Let's hang out in your brain and mess up your ability to be loving and kind. Cracks a beer, feed up. So, I went to sleep. I woke up in the morning and I knew I had to get over myself before I faced my family. I read today's Our Daily Bread. It was James 1, 19-27. Quote, Post this at all the intersections, dear friends lead with your ears, follow up with your tongue, and let anger straddle along in the rear. God's righteousness doesn't grow from human anger. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but, letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are, what they look like. End quote. I know my anger is based out of fear. I know I have a lot of fears that aren't founded. I know I am a work in progress. I know what is true, and I know what is not. I know and I forget these words just like I mindlessly glance at the time. I know I need to act how I say I want to act. I need to do these things on purpose. I got out of bed, and the kids were excited and hugged me like they do when dad is home to wake them up first. I hugged Connor and said sorry he laughed at me and said, it was a stressful ride home. It's okay. Like, (laughs) seriously, this guy is teaching me so much about love every day. To be totally transparent, I do hate that so many moms seem so easygoing about simple things like road trips and family outings and I just can't even deal. I hate that I get so uncomfortable and feel suffocated in my own vehicle with my own family that I just want to be home already. I hate that I've come to dread road trips so much that I can't be the mom I want to be in that moment. Thank the Lord Connor is the other parent in this situation. Even if I passive-aggressively turned off Usher and made him pass me the cream puffs I had hidden under the seat. Sorry, Usher. We do love you. I know this post turned into a rant about me being a bad road tripper. I am a homebody mom who wants her kids to be more worldly than she is. That is my intention even if my heart isn't sold on it and my eardrums fall victim. I think I was under the impression that we would set all these goals and dreams and doing them would make my heart sparkle with a dozen toddlers headed to Disneyland. Turns out, sometimes my heart is lined with crotchety old men complaining about ham prices and broken sprinklers. At least I have the best co-pilot around, who can be the fun when I'm filled with fear and frustration. This endeavor to live life on purpose is teaching me how to love on purpose. You just listened to the post titled, When Intentional Parenting Kinda Sucks, by Shauna Scafe of simpleonpurpose.ca. Now, I am a big believer that if you want to be your best self in your relationships, or in anything you do, you need to fuel yourself properly. And that's why I'm so happy to have this show sponsored by Factor. Factor is delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. You'll have over 35 options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale, and healthy options done easily. Not to mention it's flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing anywhere from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime with no hassle whatsoever if something changes. So, head to factormeals.com/optimal50, that's optimal50, and use code optimal50 to get 50% off. That's code optimal50 at factormeals.com/optimal50 to get 50% off. And they really relatable posts from Shauna, wasn't it? How often do we find ourselves unable to keep up with our visions of how great things are going to go? How many times do we run into things that we're told are great by everyone else, but they just don't end up being that way for us? And sadly, how often do we continue doing them, perhaps unable to discern between whether things are great for us because everyone else says they will be, or we expect them to be, even if it isn't true? Shauna's post today rings far and wide as far as I'm concerned. Use it to be a little more cognizant and accepting of yourself if you just can't keep up with what you or others believe will be a good addition to your life. Allow yourself the mistakes and hardship and learn about where your enjoyment might be leaning towards instead. But that's all for me, everybody. Thanks a lot to Shauna for this post. Thanks a lot to all of you for being here. And I also thank you for sharing this episode with someone who you feel might need it. We always encourage you to share these posts and appreciate when you do. And be sure to come on back tomorrow for another one. That's where your optimal life awaits.